Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Engineering Money, the podcast where some full-time engineers give their two cents on the financial news of the week and just try to survive. My name is Ben. I'm a civil engineer in Washington State. My name is Tim. I'm a mechanical engineer in Indianapolis. My name is Joey. I'm a food products engineer in Minneapolis. <clears throat> okay. Good stuff. So bad. Yes, Tim. I have one word for you this week. What is it? Arbitrage. Ooh. Arbitrage. That is a fancy word. And okay, so I didn't I didn't update the prices, but have you heard of um I think it's Ethereum? You're throwing all these fancy words at me, Tim. I don't know what you're saying. The, <laughs> let's get some explanation the, behind this. The ticker is APHA. 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 And they're currently trading at $16.67. Um, and they are going to be merging with TR or TLRY. What do these things do? What do oh. they do? Other than merge, what do they do? T L R Y. They're weed Tilray. Yeah. Oh, Tilray. Yes, Tilray. Okay. And they just um, locked in the conversion rate. So shareholders of Ethereum, for every share of Ethereum that you have, it will convert to 0. 0.8381 shares of Tilray. And Tilray's currently trading at 25.72. So, if you have a share of Ethereum, which is 16.67, um, so $16.67 would turn into 0.8. Zero point eight three. I should have done this beforehand, but it'll turn into about, you know, twenty one dollars and fifty six cents worth of stock. So you gain like five dollars per share that you own. That's like 20%. so. So two things are going to happen, or one of two things are going to happen. Either your Tilray is going to go down, mm -hmm. and it's going to try to reach a new equilibrium at the time of merger at that price or your shares of yeah the other one go up until the but time the point is they're different now and that's where the arbitrage comes in right tim oh yeah yeah they're different right now i don't know when they're actually merging i guess i should i should have known that i mean but... the way arbitrage works right it's it's you buy something and then sell it somewhere else for a different price. Yeah. And so if they're you're considering these two essentially the same thing, but they're going for different prices, you just buy one and sell the other. And that way you can capitalize on that difference right now. You don't well, have to wait for the merger. Wait, how can you capitalize on it right now? Buy one and sell the oh, buy the, I see what the cheap saying. one. Sell the expensive one, short the expensive one. Oh, I and if you're assuming see. they're gonna come to an equilibrium, 
then it all balances out in the end. Wow, Joe, you're so smart. So, ticker strike price expiration. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We're looking for the expiration. We don't know the the merger. <laughs> yeah, they, they haven't announced when it's when they're actually merging yet. Just that they will be, and that's the conversion rate. So. It's got to be real soon. If they already gave the conversion rate, it's got to be, it's gotta be super so. soon. I, just... I bet it was within the week. That's my official engineering money thing. unofficial guess. <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't find it anywhere when they're emerging. But something to keep an eye on. I've never participated in arbitrage before, and it sounds very fun and cool, and it's very legal and very cool. That's it's very fun, very legal. It's right in the cool. sweet spot. Very legal and very cool. I like this because it's like a, a real, they're actually equivalent because um, it's just, you know, shares turning into other shares. I like mm -hmm. to look for, I, I guess it's like partial arbitrage where two companies are very similar, and so you buy one and short the other. If you think one is overvalued, the other is undervalued. But that's not a perfect, perfect equivalency there. Well, that's really cool. How did you find that? Um, I think I just saw it on Reddit. Well, you know you didn't see it on Wall Street Bets because the only thing they talk about now is game stonks. Well, and, and also they're bleeding the... into every subreddit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's in every investment subreddit now. It's so annoying because I can't find any other news. Well, yeah, and like the Barons this week, almost every article in there mentions GameStop at least once. Yeah, it's so annoying. And although I did find uh, Wall Street bets OGs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <That's> a... <laughs> yeah. Where. OGs. Oh, <laughs> They um. They just they try to distance themselves from what Wall Street bets has become. I see. They're trying to leave the peak dumb. Yeah. Leave the peak dumb. The peak dumb, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, and uh, our boy Jeff, he's stepping down as yeah, because he's a quitter. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> big quitting. Couldn't take the stress. Um, no, but what I'm excited about with that is because he said he's going to be focusing on fighting on... Superman more. Because he's <laughs> yeah, he's cause the he's closest Lex... thing we have to a real life Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he'll team um, up with Elon Musk, the closest thing we have to a real Iron yeah. Man. <laughs> um. No, but. Um. J Bay, he has Blue Origin. So, but we haven't really heard much from Blue Origin. Oh, the space company. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that he'll start putting a lot more of his energy into Blue Origin, and we neat. might actually see more coming out of that. That'd be nice. You could have another space race that way. Ooh, yeah. A private space race. My gosh, I already got the chapter title in the history books. There we go. Boom. <laughs> the private perfect. space race. Wait, weren't we going to use... Yeah. What was the one we were going to use, Joey? Oh, oh. Uh, we haven't talked about any of it yet, but it's oil boils, stocks and bonds toil. 
<laughs> it it was um because oil oil hit a 52 week high this week yeah it did which is well, not that I impressive mean, considering a year from now they were heading for the negatives well so. it was a year and a month or a year minus a month ago is that math right right they i said they they were heading for it they weren't there yet in a month it, it'll be a well yeah starting in a month i think was oil. it tim were you the one that sent that text how like you can't wait for in a month all the articles for like every stock coming out yeah. and saying they're oh, at 52 weeks no, it was yeah. joey yeah we're gonna start seeing that Everything like everywhere that comes out is gonna be like look at look how much it's grown wow <laughs> this company's up 500 percent. it's like well yeah <laughs> you're comparing it to it the bottom 80 <laughs> percent yeah speaking about yeah, um a- cool things um to be completely off topic here what do you guys think about hydrogen fuel cells? Well, are they the way of the future or are they a bust? I've heard a lot about them in the past and they never panned out from what I've heard. I mean, if you remember my stock picks for 2021, there are two hydrogen fuel cell companies in there. So uh, I do think they're going to be a thing for 2021 at least but yeah. honestly long term i think they they are uh, a kind of a bridge to help us get off fossil fuels faster but they're not going to be the long-term solution well i got some cool information i joey i don't know if you remember from a few weeks ago when tim wasn't here we mentioned you mentioned platinum and you were asking about that in comparison right. to right. gold and silver and if you've seen the charts recently, pl- why platinum? platinum is so undervalued right now compared to yeah, gold. Silver have been way up, but platinum was not getting the same. Attention. I want to see if there's a gold to platinum ratio. I doubt it, though. Is that the stock that you guys told me to buy and then it's only gone down since? No, we're talking about platinum the metal. Yeah, platinum. All right, here's that. Platinum price versus gold price. So there was a time where platinum was more expensive than gold. Um, That has not been the case for a long time, actually. And platinum's way cooler than gold. And if you look at their March performance, twenty ten. Look at two thousand eight. Actually, wow. Look, look at. the crash last March and you see the stark difference between gold, which is the blue one and platinum. People actually went to gold after the crash. Yes. Um, Same with silver. Silver saw about the same drop as gold, but platinum saw this huge, uh, like a bigger drop even. But the cool thing about platinum is it's got a lot of industrial applications. Um, in green energy technologies, especially Ooh. hydrogen fuel cells. Now that is so. If hydrogen fuel, yeah. ce- like one way to get into the, if you're bullish on hydrogen fuel cells and thinking that they're going to become more and more popular, that's going to raise the demand for platinum, which is also just a luxury metal as well that has what us dumb humans think has inherent value um right 
it, 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 I mean, it does do cool stuff. Yeah, though. and it. So I mean, I'll, I'll tell you in Dungeons and Dragons, a platinum piece tends to be worth ten gold pieces. Yeah. So, I mean, well, not anymore. See it right there. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> By that metric, <laughs> platinum's way undervalued. Way undervalued. It's That's ridiculous. right. Um. So yeah, and it's uh, shoot. I think it's um. It was it was in the Barons. There was a statistic. I think it was six percent of the platinum market by the end of the decade will be in hydrogen fuel cells. But platinum is super hard to come by, like ultra rare. And in addition to that, it's really hard to mine there. It's really deep into the earth and it's a lot of effort to get it out. It's like super labor intensive. Um, And most platinum mines are in South Africa and there's a lot of other like political mm. and social issues when it comes to the the mining practices and its relationship to the South African government. And so there's all sorts of other weird factors going on. But if you're looking at a more macro scale and like supply demand, looking at the, the metal itself, if these greener technologies that require these rare metals if those get more popular you would you know you can very easily draw the line and and say that these things are gonna go up in value too so might be a key time to get in on platinum while it's while it's cheap so my favorite one my favorite platinum etf is this pltm granite shares it's relatively new um just tracking the price almost yeah almost directly tracking the price there's a lot less volume out there so the other thing that this article mentioned was um how if the redditors turned to platinum instead of silver they would have had a much easier time pumping it ben that was a lie they never went to silver Silver rush was a lie it was a lie that was a lie that's the wall street bets consensus is that the media was trying to convince us that silver was the next rush, so us redditors would move away from GameStop. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> well, if they had turned them to platinum, it would have been a lot easier to pump that price because there's a lot less options. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah, it, silver it's half a percent expense it. ratio. Trades pretty low. Um, follows the price of platinum pretty, pretty spot on and. Yeah, it's just. I think platinum. I let me let me see what their latest price was. Well, and it's it's nice looking at it because. Oh my gosh. We're, we're talking about platinum being undervalued, but it still has a sixteen percent return in the past year, and that's including the March dip. So. Yeah. So. It's 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 not like a slow growth. Commodity. It closed at eleven hundred thirty-seven dollars. Per ounce, per ounce. And then if you compare that to okay. gold, gold ended at 1818. Almost double. Yeah. I, w- I want gold to stop going down, though, because it's really battering our boy KL. No, I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm buying that dip <laughs> super hard. Yeah, it's, it's gold. It's not going anywhere. I need to buy it. It's more in KL. the earth. They pay a dividend. It's going to be great. So, okay. <laughs> Can we talk about KL for a minute? Yeah. Because 
we have 12 days until their earnings report comes out. <gasps> and I really think that is going to be where they turn this dip around. So you have 12 days to get into KL. Oh, uh, and okay. okay. One of the big reasons I'm thinking that is, oh, actually, just this week, they hit a positive 52-week performance. Mm. With this downtrend since August, they've been in the negative 52-week performance for a while. But just like we said before, March is coming up where we'll be comparing it to that bottom. Yeah. And that just makes a lot of long-term technicals start to look bullish for, for stocks like this. So it's going to suddenly be looking bullish at the same time that it hits earnings. And gold's been going down for a while. I mean, who knows when, but it's eventually going to turn around. If that kind of triple threat there hits us, we could get a big pop in chaos. Well, I mean, inflation's going nowhere. Inflation's going to continue to rise. Exactly. And so that's like now guaranteed. in this in this new age post pandemic, it seems like there's two like first thing you think of as like inflation protection. It used to be gold. Gold is the inflation right. protector, but now there's also Bitcoin. So it's like two those are the two classic now options. And Bitcoin's yeah, in a then... rocky place because it's it seems like we're not sure if it's gonna hold this historic high. Or, or take another big crash. Yeah. Ben, as we all know, Bitcoin is just a fad. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Dogecoin well, is forever. Also, Dogecoin is forever. <laughs> yes. Also, we have to be a little bit wary with Bitcoin because um, Janet Yellen was kind of, she was like, it might need regulation. Mm. And that could drive the price down. Digital dollar. Mm-hmm. That's right. We talked about that. Yeah, the if the digital. Well, I mean, I'm sure people would still want a different form, but I don't know. Yeah, I still don't really. I can't wrap my head around because most of the dollars that they make today are digital already. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good point. But you know, suddenly this episode has turned into plugging my pet stocks so uh we mentioned <laughs> hydrogen fuel cells just quick plug um be is the first ever stock i got in right after its ipo they've been going to the moon so good for them they have hydrogen fuel cell technology with them the other one though besides kl and be that i need to mention this week is vital farms bitl they sell eggs I've heard me talk about them before uh, recently, oh my just goodness! Showed us a picture. Uh, <laughs> they they sell butter now, like actual whole sticks of butter, that's from pasture raised cows. So that's they neat. got their earnings butter coming is up. Be their cash cow, right? So that their earnings are coming up, and they have been riding this support level of twenty six dollars, mm. where they just keep hovering around that, and investors won't sell for lower than that because i i believe that's actually where their price was set for their ipo the day of the ipo they shot up an extra ten dollars but they were set at 26 dollars. interesting so until another big news comes out like an earnings report they're just hovering at this level uh mm. and then 
I just believe in them, so I think their earnings is going to send them in a positive direction. So anytime they're below 26, I say it's a good time to buy. Joey, I just have one question for you. Do you exclusively buy Vital Farms eggs now? No. Oh, <laughs> now see, that's very telling. They're way too expensive. That's very telling, <laughs> Joey. They are about... Well, they also aren't sold at the grocery stores near me. But actually, this week, I did buy an analog to them. Just I guess it's one of their competitors, but different pasture-raised eggs. And they do taste different. So uh, it's I made mayonnaise out of them. It's pretty good. Well, of course, the egg is going to taste different if you're making mayo out of it instead of frying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... 108 square feet per chicken. Like, when you're looking at the price of the eggs... Yes, it is five times more expensive than a regular egg, but you get about ten times more square foot of a of just pasture per chicken. So really, also, it's it's cheaper. Another important thing is the carton looks really cool. They're in my yeah, grocery it's, stores. It's pretty cool packaging design. Just wake me up when Eglin's Best though. goes I, goes to an IPO. I'll I buy Eglin's <laughs> Best. No, they're they're the enemy. <laughs> they're like a good middle ground. They're cheaper than Vital They're cheaper Farms, and they're super high quality. Well, that's because it's but that's because they're not pasture raised. They they probably give like two square feet per chicken. Mm. We're talking a hundred plus with pasture raised. It's all I thought about you were saying meat. pasteurized. Yeah, I thought so I too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, so th that is a In thing. Europe. There are pasteurized eggs, but pasture raised means the chickens live on a pasture yeah, in europe they don't uh, refrigerate eggs yeah they don't need to yeah i think that's like just a u.s yeah thing. yeah because we're done because well, we put the microchips <laughs> in our eggs yeah and they I like it cold you gotta keep them cool for the semiconductors to yeah. be fully effective mm -hmm. <laughs> well yeah because when you have the microchip in there um I don't know where I was going. Oh my god, we're <laughs> over 20 minutes. All right, sleep good uh, everybody. Wait, Have a good week.